Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. All right, we are live for a Monday edition of the People's Talk Show. And I'm excited to be back, man. Looking forward to connecting and more importantly, finding out what's on your radar. What are you guys keeping your eyes on? And so I have, you know, a, a long list of headlines that I've uh, saw throughout the day and I want to touch on them bit by bit and uh, just skim through them and then uh, share my two cents on it. Then open up the phone lines and we'll see where it takes us this evening. But a uh, happy Monday to everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, everything is working smoothly on my end. So let me know via the uh, chat. Throw me a thumbs up if the audio is good. Hopefully there's no issues like there was, you know, last time we tried to live stream. But anyway, it won't be uh, long today. Just want to check in, share my two cents, check in with you guys, see what you keep your eye on. And just basically just keep one another plugged into what's going on because so much news, so much stuff is happening in real time that it's hard to keep uh, keep up to date with what's going on. But we'll do the best we can. And before I move forward, I want to welcome any first time viewers to the community. Uh, definitely let me know where you're watching from via the chat. And then when the phone lines open up, the number you guys can see 313-462-0027 is the number where you can call and let your voice be heard. And I definitely would love to uh, connect and find out what's going on with you guys. So uh, real quick, we got Broadlight Broker checking in. We got Jay Danik. We got Ed checking in. MW Roth. We got SAS Finance as well. Supernatural <laughs> checking in. Daryl checking in. Appreciate you guys, man. So uh, just I was trying to, you know, figure out how to, you know, start off this live stream and what subjects to touch on first, yada, yada, yada. But then again, knowing that everything we're being bombarded with from the media, I've seen several, uh, uh, several reports on Twitter uh, where you have the uh, reporters, you know, literally laying down in the streets, you know, pretending as if they're in a very, you know, hostile environment area. And then you got people walking behind them, just like, what's going on with these people? It was just so much, so much fake stuff out here nowadays. It is, man, it's, it's crazy. But then uh, we know that there is, unfortunately, a lot of, you know, death, destruction and everything else in between. So definitely uh, nothing to take lightly, but uh, just between trying to filter through the news and see what's real, what sticks, what doesn't, it's getting harder and harder. And so it's hard to formulate an opinion on information that's given to you when it's already slanted and biased coming from the Western media. And then you go to the Eastern media and, you know, news over there is a little bit different. But then again, it all says the same thing because they're all working in cahoots together. And that has everything to do with, you know, the push or the race, I say, towards this new world order or restructuring of the current world order and who's going to lead the way. And so I got two articles here where Biden saying we're going to lead the way. 
Then Moscow comes out and said, nope, you're not leading the way. It's going to happen without you. And then, of course, we got right now um, uh, World War Three is trending right now on Twitter because of Elon Musk uh, and some things he shared about how the world basically de-dollarizing and our actions is forcing the world to move on without us. And then again, that plays into the conflict happening in the Middle East where you have everything happening out east between Russia and China and how over the last, what, six, seven, eight months, I've been talking about how, you know, Saudi Arabia in particular were trying to lead the way as well as China as being the mediators of peace in that hemisphere. And everybody's signing agreements, signing deals, memorandum deals and bilateral currency swaps. And for the most part, the east has already moved on partially towards what they are trying to accomplish with the Belt and Road Initiative, the Global South movements, all that stuff that we've been talking about forever. But then over here on the West, you know, we, we were left out of it. West re- referring to the U.S. and the U.K. and all those other G7 nations that uh, have enjoyed status as the leading voices on the planet. And so it was a matter of time, I think, before the East and the West come together with their different ideologies and beliefs and viewpoints and the collision course happens to be somewhere in the Middle East. And of course, Israel uh, is being used as the next catalyst to probably kick this thing off. So a lot of things there. I just rant, ranted on a lot. But uh, curious to get your guys' thoughts on that, man. So feel free to have at it. And as always, me just trying to make some more graphics. I, I miss my miss my graphics. So uh, just put together something real quick in reference to the whole New World Order. So behind me, you have some gentlemen sitting at a table. Let me move this out of the way. You have people sitting at a table and what they're doing is basically just negotiating or attempting to negotiate. And there's dollars on the table. So basically what I'm getting at is that everything that's taking place now has a lot to do with the fact that the global sovereign debt bubble is bursting. Look at the yields on all the debt instruments issued and they're sky high right now or heading very high. That's a problem. So what better way to cover it up or kick the can down the road other than creating conflict. And then you got the military industrial complex back on the, on, on, back on the board. Again, we went through the season of the pharmaceutical industrial complex getting paid. Now it's time for the military industrial complex to get paid as well. So yeah, it's a repetitive cycle, but anyway, uh, yeah, not a rant right there, but if you haven't hit the thumbs up, show your support for the channel and let's just dive right in, man. I don't want to be too long. As I mentioned, want to just get to the nutty nuts and bolts of everything that's happening and uh, let you guys, you know, filter through what sticks and what doesn't. So, okay, let's jump right in, man. Let's jump right in. Let me make sure everything's good here. I uh, got a lot of, I feel like I got a lot of energy tonight, so I'm ready to just pour it all out there. <laughs> okay, before I do that, let me uh, just jump into what's going on. So we know all this chaos is happening in real time. And so I want to definitely give a shout out to four patriots uh, for basically helping me on this end with helping you guys put some stuff in your hands. So they have this month, they have the emergency preparedness deals. So I'd encourage you if you haven't. And so one of the things in the past is that four Patriots is more, is one of the more expensive uh, companies for preparedness, which they have good products. So with this particular deal here, they have a variety of things that are relatively cheaper. And so it's definitely worth your while. They got a solar generator. They got sleeping bag stuff. They got starter bundles. They got food, solar panel. They got battery storage, water uh, systems and stuff like that. So a variety of things for you guys, if you're interested, as always, want to make sure it's available to you. So go to fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD or the link is in the description if you guys are interested. So definitely take advantage of it if you would like. All right, let's keep moving. 
So here's another headline that caught my attention. Couldn't help but start off with this one just because everything that's been thrown away, as I mentioned, is a part of the greater distraction. The world is moving away from the dollar focused uh, way of life and the world wants alternatives. And so because the West was being left behind, in my opinion, as I mentioned, when I first started off, what better way to kick up the war drums and to let the world know that, you know, for the most part, we've been running this world order. And I'm talking about not necessarily the U.S., but the puppets that oversee the U.S. government, the U.N., World Bank, you know, all the oligarchy families and things of that nature that actually tell our politicians what to do. And and also the um, what you call them, the. uh the legislative bodies, uh, our Congress, whatever, that all are on a take for other special interest company companies and all the lobbying companies, all those people that's lobbying our politicians. Those are the ones who actually put bills into play that are signed and they give it to us as if it's a choice. So anyway, anyway, interesting article here. U.S. And this was spoken as of last Friday. How convenient would he say something like this in the midst of all this chaos when the West now or the U.S. is literally being drawn into this bit by bit? Or because we were part of starting it with Israel's help, we are here or not we, but they are here now to uh, really get the thing rolling. So it says U.S. will build a new world order. And so this has to do with the speech given Friday. And real quick, I'll thumb through this. And so this is uh, some statements pulled from. Joe Biden It says the current U.S. led world order has sort of run out of steam, but Washington will shape the system that replaces it. The U.S. President Joe Biden told supporters on Friday and it says leaders in Moscow and Beijing, however, argued otherwise. So it went on to go. It says, you know, so I think we have an opportunity to do things if we're bold enough and have enough confidence in ourselves to unite the world in ways that it has never been done, never been says Biden, <laughs> says we are in a post-war period for 40 years where it worked pretty damn well, but that's sort of run out of steam, sort of run out of steam. We need a new, a new world order in a sense, he continued. So if the West or the U.S. and the Western forces behind the U.S. have been the reason for our oversaturated debt binging problems and death and destructions having ravaged all types of countries throughout the world. He's saying we led that, but now they want to do it again and replace it with something better. And it's like, okay, what can get better than what they've already done? Given they've done so much damage. doesn't make sense. But to counter this, uh, there was a response <laughs> that came out yesterday. It says Kremlin response to Biden's new world order pledge. So the U S president is right. And that a global change is necessary, just not the one he seeks. So real quick here, uh, the Kremlin spokesman uh, Peskov told journalists on Monday that Russia agrees with the U.S. President Joe Biden's uh, comment last week that the current global order has lost steam. However, he added that the outcome may not align with the White House expectations. He said the world, the world indeed needs a new world order based on absolutely new principles. According to Peskov, the new arrangement should be on international law, not arbitrary rules and devoid of attempts to concentrate all mechanisms of global governance in the hands of a single nation. So basically that multipolar world order type of stuff is what that uh, spokesman there is probably referring to. So, uh, yeah. So now let's get to the, as I mentioned, the collision course, we got the East and the West colliding right now in the middle East with all the stuff they're giving us. So let's just find out how the U S is getting back involved in this. 
So here we got an ar article here from uh, Zero Hedge. It says Special Ops, Special Ops Marine, three-star general is advising Israeli army on Gaza offense. And so literally, not only are we supporting the efforts, but then again, we have our own forces, our own, you know, military capital going into Israel, helping with their leadership there. So that just goes to show that, you know, I don't think this is just by circumstance or happenstance here. Like this was all part of a much, much bigger plan, of course. And then more, it says report over 12,000 U.S. troops aboard 10 warships advanced to the Middle East. So we got bodies heading towards that region. And so what's the likelihood of they just remaining on the ships? Not too likely. And then again, we're hearing more and more reports about how uh, there's more uh, alleged attacks on U.S. assets, whether it be bases or military, the USS Kearney, the video I did the other day. So once again, who can you believe at this point? Because all the information is given, being fed to us through the Western sources is in bed with the military industrial complex. So it's like we can't really tell who's telling the truth, but we do know what they do want. And that's more spending to keep this debt bubble going. And unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of casualties in between. That's just how this thing goes. OK, keeping it going, keeping it going. A couple more headlines here. Then I'll let you guys rant. Here's more of what's going on. U.S. sending more missile systems to Middle East as it prepares additional troops to deploy. So sit in bodies. We sit in weapons. And all we need next is just a oops, a oops type of moment. And then we're going to be drawn into that. And then that goes into all the narrative right now that everyone's talking about, you know, World War Three. Like, you know, some people say it already started. Some people say it is yet to start. It depends on how you define it. But then again, because the U.S. has always been at war with somebody to protect our supremacy of our currency, we've already been in a war. <laughs> and so I think the currency war led by the Eastern Hemisphere is what has drawn the West into this where it's coming to a head right now in the Middle East, possibly. So something just worth paying attention to, but it doesn't stop there. It says Israel, Hamas. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best, it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line, it's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI, it's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Uh, let me see. Where did my article go? There you go. It says Israel Hamas war revives interest in U.S. production of Iron Dome missiles. <laughs> and so it says Israel's war with Hamas has revived the U.S. In, uh, interest in producing munitions for Israel's Iron Dome missiles defense system. The U.S. Army and industry officials said a development that would help a U.S. regional ally resupply for future conflicts. So military industrial conflicts, more U.S. taxpayer dollars being spent to send elsewhere. And of course, we all saw or heard about how a lot of the uh, Congress all of a sudden, before things jumped off in the Middle East, they all loaded up their, you know, their, uh, their, 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 their uh, shares in the major uh, companies here, whether it be with Boeing and what else we got here, um, Lockheed Martin and all those other uh, war machines. They all loaded up just in time by coincidence, I guess. Anyway, so it doesn't stop there because it looks like China also 
is not uh, going to stay out of this. So it says China. Uh, PLA stationed up to six warships in the Middle East over the past week. So not only we got U.S. ships going to the Middle East, we got China sending six warships amid rising tensions from Israel-Gaza war reports. And so it says the arrival of a replacement escort group in the Gulf region uh, meant to uh, meant two advanced 052D destroyers have been stationed there for a time uh, of heightened tension. So we got uh, two world superpowers, top two economies heading towards the Middle East. Like it's just not going to be a kumbaya come sing or let's roast, let's roast some marshmallows together type of event, unfortunately. So, but then again, I mean, this is what, this is what they want. So doesn't surprise me one bit. Raytheon. There you go. I saw that comment there. Okay. So what else we got going on here? This goes into a lot of narrative of what's really going on. And so this is just the, the WW3. Everybody, not everybody, but a good chunk of people now talking about WW3. So is that the new uh, PSYOP or that's the new uh, uh, mainstream media buzzword that we're going to hear from this point on out? WW3, we're going to see those those, those those figures there. And once again, beating those war drums, also the fear drums. Turkish President Erdogan, Gaza hospital bombing was an inside job to ignite ww3 so at first he came out and said it was israel now he said it was an inside job inside job by who would be the question mm, yeah we all know the collaboration of the u.s and israel in my opinion okay but that's just erdogan let's get on to another one so this is out of order here but let me get here so this is what is right now led to world war three trendy if you guys can't see it because i'm right here but let me move myself over so right now, as I am talking, we have World War Three trending right now, right here. And so this is from a earlier uh, live session that uh, what's his name? Elon Musk was on. And it's about, let me see, a minute and 29 long. I, I, I probably I want to play just a little bit so that you guys can hear what he talked about, because it, it wasn't so much about the actual war that caught my attention. It was more so about the monetary side of things, which is a catalyst or playing into the war. So let me grab the speaker so I can play it through this microphone here. All right, so hopefully it plays. Let me, gotta get my, this was a little impromptu, but hopefully you guys can hear it. Give me one second here and I'll play it so you guys can hopefully hear it as well. But this is Mr. Elon Musk. I'll play a quick snippet because I think it's very important towards a bigger picture other than what we're being fed. And weaponizing the dollar with sanctions. Um, so there's, because you're not seeing a lot of countries um, de-dollar their, their transactions. Um, they're, because we've, we've sort of forced it. And, and this, is, this goes beyond even Russia, uh, China and, and Iran, because, you know, countries like, say, Brazil or, or, or India still want to transact with Russia, they can't do it with dollars. So we forced them to, to de-dollarize de their, their transactions, thus weakening the strength of the dollar in the, on the, in, in the world. Um, so, like these, these actions are strategically, watch, seems to me, 
All right, I'll stop it there. But as you guys can see here, he talked start off talking about the de-dollarization process underway and how we're, we're forcing the hand of other governments to do that through sanctions. And so that has prolonged and pushed us towards this point to where now, you know, this World War Three talk and it's like there, there'll be no return. Like, we can't return from this if we get to that point. So uh, just something that I thought was worthwhile because you have Elon Musk sharing his opinion on what's going on. And of course, he is the the richest fiat currency holder on the planet. And I say fiat because, you know, it's just in paper terms and dollar terms. But then again, the owners of the Federal Reserve System and all the other assets, they have a lot more. I'm talking about the Rothschilds, the Bilderberg, you know, things, you know, people like, you know, those families, those families are the real wealthy. He's just uber rich. But anyway, so but point was WW3 de-dollarization all linked together. Next one here. This gets into a little bit of what's happening on Main Street. Uh, so this is just some things that caught my attention about the housing market, man. It's just, yeah, I just see more and more stuff. We got uh, the mortgage rate, 30-year mortgage rates, you know, hitting above 8%. You know, I haven't seen that since, you know, what, 30, damn near 30 years ago or no, late 2000s or I'm sorry, early 2000s. But real quick here, just start off share this. I'm sure you guys might have seen it, might have not seen it, but real quick, just talks about how over the last couple of years, due to financial repression and just the destruction of our monetary system, and what used to be uh, simple, you could use you could usually have about sixty thousand dollars annual income could uh, grant you the keys to a typical U.S. home. But uh, hold on to your hats because as of 2023, you're going to need a whopping 114000 per year for what the very same privilege, that's a draw drop in 90% hike in just three years. So interest rates go through the roof, borrowing costs goes up, and un unaffordability continues to pick up. So just this little graph here, it, it, it's, it shows that everything that's priced in dollars in a, in a, more, in a more negative sense has, is trending upward. It's trending up where we got the, you know, the, we got the overall money supply as a result of all these crises continue to trend up fed balance sheet, you know, overall since 2007, eight going up, uh, we got student loans going up. We got credit cards going up. We got bankruptcies going up. We got defaults going up. We got, you name it. They're all you know, trending up in a very negative sense. And so nothing good comes, nothing good has come from this debt cycle whatsoever. But then again, in the U.S., it's afforded us to live better than the rest of the world. But then again, at what cost? Because that's what a lot of this Middle Eastern conflict is going to be about. So anyway, OK, let me just get through a couple more. Uh, yeah, so, of course, I can't help but not talk about this. We got 6,800 UAW workers go into strike. So does Stellantis, you know, so that's I think it's just some large numbers I put out there earlier. So never, never a good day. We got people walking off, but then again, they're walking off at the same time. Economy's not doing well. People aren't spending the way they used to. Companies aren't lending as much. So therefore, people aren't buying, you know, cars at eight, you know, you know I hear some of the interest rates on these cars is, you know, 15, 16% for the people who got, you know, that subprime, like, you know, no credit type of uh, um, uh, credit. So it's like, okay, people aren't, buy I'm spending like that and it's just not going to end up well. Then last one here, big bank layoffs numbers. Big banks lay off number thousands with more on the way. So we got people walking out on purpose to get what is rightfully theirs, get more, get get a bigger share of the pie. No doubt is a righteous cause. At the same time, we got banks laying off because things aren't profitable. So the same financial institutions that usually lend money for people to buy cars, they're firing. And then you got people walking off the job. So it's like, it's going to be a ultimate collision that just won't end well. It won't end well. 
one bit. Anyway, okay, let me open the phone lines real quick, and I'll get a couple take a couple calls, and we'll see where it takes us. But as I mentioned, it's going to be a shorter live stream just because I'm trying to get more of a format of just getting more information out, hearing from you guys, and then trying to uh, you know repeat that system and see how it goes. So phone lines are open. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let me know what's on your radar. What else are you guys keeping an eye on that I did not mention that's worth bringing to the fold? So once my phone opens up, we should be good to go or put out some comments and let me know what you guys are keeping your eyes on, because there's never a dull moment in the midst of a monetary restructuring, a global monetary restructure. So one of my thoughts was earlier is that we got the collision of the war or the narrative of World War III starting, that's going to be bombarded down our throat. But then again, you'll never talk, you'll never hear the mainstream economists, pundits talk about the global sovereign debt crises that the world is also experiencing. And so one is going to be used to cover up the other one. So you don't pay attention to the debt bubble. You pay attention to the destruction and death and all the images on Twitter they're showing us of all these kids and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, a couple of years ago, that had been considered like, like, you know, you, you know, if, if I posted something that was of that gruesome magnitude, I already got flagged. But now you can post all types of gruesome stuff and they just let it they just let it rip. And I'm like, OK, you can see clearly see, you know, free speech or they literally trying to feed you with garbage to tap into your emotions. Anyway. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? It likes DP Marie tonight. Steve, what's going on, my friend? Give me something quick. Watch this real quick. Watch this real quick. I drove past one of I drove past one of the um, picketing signs at one of the buildings, like Down River or something like that. And they had the barbecue grill. They were grilling. They were serving like hot dogs. It was as if it's like they're just feeding. They're feeding the strikers. But it's just funny, like driving by, smelling like ribs. <laughs> it made me want to pull over. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, well, whew, they're gonna send them to New York because I heard all of the all the major four star, five star hotels in New York are booked right now for the migrants. So that's that they're covered there. They're gonna send them to Chicago. They're gonna just you know pack out downtown Chicago. They're gonna send them to all the prestige you know uh, uh, hotels in Cali as well. So they coming your way. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Hey, and the last thing before I get off here. Mm-hmm. Um, with everything going on and given how Biden is leading us to uh, as much war as, as he can get get us involved in, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to have to draft. is going to have to come back. They're going to have to body. Yeah. The, the draft is going to have to come back. And that's something that's not about it in the news. The simple math tells me we know we don't have the troops. Right. So there's going to have to be draft. Yeah. And unfortunately... No, I was going to say, unfortunately, like, you know, the current state of our youth is not necessarily nothing to brag about because our kids is more, they used to more so using their thumbs. 
scrolling, then they are going to be pulling the trigger. So it's like you sending kids over there for the slaughter. So it's good to say they're going to have problems with that because nobody in their right mind going to willingly go. So it's going to be a lot of you know unrest on that because and I got young ones and I, my boys ain't going flat out. You know what I'm saying? Won't hook a crook. We're going to find a way to make that sure that don't happen. So I don't know what they're going to do with that one. But I ain't for me, though. You know, that's one thing that um, everybody doesn't need to think about, and, and I do agree with you. The kids are too soft nowadays. Mm-hmm. They don't set out, out for that, man. Um, they don't know nothing about no war. If they if they do bring it back, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be problems. It's going to be some major problems, major problems, especially if it happens before this election period cycle. You know, it's going to be like, okay, that's going to be a major point to make sure that people, whoever, because as of now, it's going to be, it's going to be Biden and Biden and Trump. But I think between now and then, the way this WW3 stuff is heading, this just plays right into the fact that we may not end up having that presidential election the way that, you know, a lot of people also forecast it. So, yeah, just nothing good comes through this, man. My my two boys are twenty four and twenty two, mm-hmm. and the twenty two year old, of course, he's stationed in Japan right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're talking about sending him over there. It's too yeah. yeah. Well, hey man, it's going to pop up at some point. I guess they're saying that uh, a lot of people are starting to Google about the draft. Yeah, now. yeah, I. I, 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 I... <laughs> Yeah, I've looked for I've looked for information on it to try to do like a little short or something like that, but I ain't found nothing solid to run with. But it's coming. It'll probably it'll be here probably before probably beginning of next year. It'll be here because between now and end of this year, we won't see how this go. Because I got a feeling that we may end up having a little oopsie accident to where the U.S. is drawing or something heading the holiday season, and then that'll be a more way to keep boost the economy again because we're gonna need you know a couple billion trillion to keep this going and then the debt bubble gonna be cooled down a little bit because they're gonna go back to that qe type of monetary policy so yeah yeah man anyway appreciate you man talking about everybody you know everybody's got the food already yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good old Steve. Um, But no, the draft stuff is real. That's going to be something that people will definitely have a very strong opinion against. And so now it's just a matter of like, how do they, how do they try to sell it to the public is going to be the thing. How do you sell sending kids to a foreign land to fight a fight to fight a fight that isn't even ours. Hmm. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Ted. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good, my friend. What's on your mind? I'll throw a couple at you real quick and then hang up and let you answer. Uh, Steve was breaking up an awful lot on my end. Okay. But anyway, questions: Are you pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib rapture? Mm-hmm. And how do you tie all this Middle East stuff? into Bible scripture, maybe Ezekiel 38, 39. I think Israel actually gets overrun versus the next time Christ comes down and saves them. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted your opinion on that. I'll let you go, brother. Thank you. Sure. Appreciate you. Thanks. 
Good question, man. So I am more on the pre-trip side. You know, I, you know, from the way I've interpreted scripture and the way it's been revealed to me is that uh, the body of Christ, a.k.a. the church, will be caught up to uh, be caught up before the tribulation period begins, i.e. resembling how in previous times God always managed to save his own right before the calamity struck and major events where people were foretold ahead of time on what they should and shouldn't do. So I, I'm of that mindset there. And then as far as the biblical ties to current events, I, I'm not I haven't really dived too deep into trying to figure out because I, I sniff that this Middle East conflict is not necessarily it's spiritual nature. Of course, everything is. But I don't think it's like something that is going to lead towards that actual military conflict where the nations will attack Israel directly and therefore bringing in the mediator the antichrist, the man of the man who come up with the peace resolution type of thing. I don't think that's right now. I just think that everything right now is still premature. And as I mentioned before, it's more so about the debt side of things. And I think even they have limits as to where they want this to go, because I don't think they're done trying to really execute their overall restructuring or world order as they're putting it. So I think they're literally still trying to iron things out for their own game plan to where I don't think they want to go nuclear type thing where they're going to, you know, lose, we're gonna, where we lose a substantial amount of lives outside of what they already, you know, predetermined. So that's just my little thoughts on it, but I don't think it's biblical, you know, wholly the way that it's going to take place before the church is removed. I don't think so for that. So that's just me. That's just me. All right. All right. What is the U S turns on Israel? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, watch. You got that 30 minute mark. And as I mentioned, I was going to try to cram as much as I can in. I'm trying to stick to my time to get as more articles in and get more calls in. So for those who want to participate and call in, try to get those calls in sooner. That's going to be my goal. So I don't draw this thing out to where I'm here just ranting uh, and accomplishing much of nothing other than just, you know, of course, connect with my people. But anyway. That's all she wrote for tonight, people. Just want to check in, share my two cents on some things, give you guys something to chew on. Curious to get your thoughts. If you're watching the replay, leave a comment down below. And I'm going to try to do it tomorrow night with the same structure and give you guys a chance to call in and let your voice be heard a lot sooner. And so just trying something different on my end here to shake it up a little bit and uh, to keep myself, you know, motivated behind the mic. But anyway, all right, good people. Be blessed, be safe, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Lord willing. Shalom. Bobby C, I, I see you, man. Uh, which topics? Uh, let me see. Topics. Uh, which mining stock should I invest in, and what investing platform should I use? That will be considered financial advice, unfortunately, uh, and so I can't really share that. Uh, do me a favor, shoot me an email at rtdnews at proton me, and I'll share with you some things that caught my attention, and uh, we can go from there. But I can't give advice, but I'll share my opinion anyway. Appreciate that, and uh, hopefully catch you guys later.